Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to Football Manager Therapy. I'm Matt Richards, and on this week's episode, there's a party going on right here. A celebration to last you through the year. So bring your good teams and your lower league too. We're going to celebrate and play some FM with you. Come on now. Joining me as always is the cool to my fool. It is Tony Jameson. Short, sharp, sweet, to the point. That's what I've always said about you, Mr. Richards. That's what I've always said. <laughs> and that was delightful. I like that. It was lovely. It's not It's not UK Garage, but it's just, you know, we're appreciating all genres. And you're right. Celebrate good times is exactly yeah. what we need to do. Um, so... I actually, I think, I, I think the the thought process that actually went into this was was arguably more deep than 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 previous intros because obviously the episode title this week is the gang starts a new save, which is a reference to Always Sunny. But the people that uh, made that song are Cool and the Gang, so I was keeping up with the the gang, Cool and the Gang celebration, and we're celebrating its release day, like. It's pretty deep. Actually, you know, it's yeah, deep. it is deep. It is deep, especially considering like three hours ago when you text me going, I'm not doing an intro today, it can piss off. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, right, fine, <laughs> whatever. I was like, the, the people, the people expect this. Like, come on, get your, get your bloody, uh, get your Spotify open and go through, you know, hashtag music and it find must some be stuff. like, you know, when Tattoo do a gig now. And, and uh, tattoo all the things I said. All right, okay. Running through my hair, running through. Right, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think of a one-hit wonder, and worryingly, that's where my brain went to straight away. And <laughs> um, but it's like them going, "We're not doing that song," and and then their manager being like, "But it's the only song that everyone <laughs> knows you for. You're doing it." Like Chesney Hawks at the students' union, just like I'm going to do some new stuff. No, you're not. You're doing. I am the one and only hey, forever. Right, that's what you're doing. Talking of uh, um, talking of student unions. Um, I once saw Dr. Thingy from Neighbours. What was he called? Carl... Dr. Thingy. <laughs> Carl Dr. Kennedy, yeah. Carl Kennedy, yeah. He did a, he did a, an acoustic slash performance live at um, a place in Preston called 53 Degrees, which I don't, I don't think it exists anymore. Um, yeah, there you go. Saw him do a live gig by by pure accident because I was just in there and because my, my friends used to work there and I was like oh it's the guy from Neighbours there you go pretty decent not, not just the guy the guy the guy from Neighbours you know and that really pissed on Stefan Dennis's chips as well didn't it so mm, you know mm, uh, definitely uh, good stuff I mean you, you, you were saying you, we, we spoke as well just before press and record that we're running out of songs that I know but apparently Neighbours chat I'm bang on so let's just worryingly I know more about that I'm trying to think of like what the best era neighbors was like because this is the thing like I'm, I, you know like you know the the younguns today right they they slap on their YouTube and their uh, you know their, their I'm gonna name YouTubers that I know like CPK he's he's all right he's a good lad and like they're they're in the little woods and and all that and nerd cubed and like oh yeah and then they kind of like make their own playlist right that back in the day people under the age of eighteen was essentially what. <laughs> terrestrial tv was and neighbors was part of that after school like setup right you know you'd watch neighbors and then it was like bbc2 for the simpsons uh and then when you got a little bit older um you'd watch hollyoaks regrettably um and then when you got a little bit older than that you'd be an extra in hollyoaks um as as, as was a way of things so there you go yeah yeah they also like you know loyal listeners sitting there going oh you know they've not done the speed garage we've not but we've done um 90 soap operas instead so um you're welcome uh, yeah. tune in next week for our uh our one hour special on harchester united from sky one's dream team so it might be a patreon episode <laughs> so let's not give it away too soon uh anyway we've been talking about the past we've been re- we've been reveling in nostalgia at the beginning of this episode but let's take a step back into the present and into the future tony because on this week's episode we're welcoming an another year of touchline tantrums and tactical triumphs because when you are listening to this it is FM21 release day. Oh, play, play the popping corks for the champagne. Um, 
it's it's official. We've done it. We've like well, we we've we can't take as much of the credit as we would like. We'll take some of the credit, but like I'm sure Miles and the lads at, at SI will be going. Lads, you did nothing to help this game get launched. Um, but after, as we've said multiple times, after possibly the most difficult year that that company are ever going to have to face, they've they've done it. They've managed to get the game out, and yeah, it's here. It is. It's here, it is. and from now on, everything we talk about will be FM twenty one based. We'll never talk about FM twenty again. So Scandinavia's gone. Um, Kaiserslautern's gone, Philadelphia Union gone, poor Alan Hutton gone. Yeah, He's on the chopping block. Um, what's left of him? <sighs> uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 a weird one because I, 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 it, it, I, I genuinely at one point this year it never felt like it was going to happen. I don't know why, but I just when 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 all hope was lost, so was FM at one point, and then it becoming this beacon of hope. Um, for us <laughs> has really like helped us pull through not just as a podcast but as human beings as well so it is a bit of a you know it's a release day in in one sense but it's also like kind of a bit of a relief day of like oh thank god it's actually here and it's going to be okay we can just we can just load it up get lost in it and get stuck in with with a new cycle of, of football manager goodness and you know just love it embrace it and cherish it it's going to be great it's going to be great. Yeah, like, like I, I absolutely agree. Like I think you're right that because the the more the more it gone, the more it gone, the more it gone. Like I'm not. I'll, I'll say right now, right? I'm not fussed about a vaccine for COVID nineteen, right? I'm not. It's not going to be ready yet. But you know what? They've got this game out. That's fine. I'm happy. Keep me indoors for the next year. More than happy with that, right? You go and work on your medicines. No problem at all. I've got my little game just to keep me all happy over here. And um, and I know Miles has said on a. On, on a podcast or a, I think it was a radio interview, possibly. Um, like you could just see like people getting so built up about it because it's just like you know we, it's been of course a, a bit of a, of a, a shit year. It was as you say something to hang your hat on to. Or like oh, at least at least this is going to come out, you know. And and you could just see like a week before the beta came out. Like Twitter almost, like Twitter was a meltdown at that mm. point. Like everyone was just like, "Need the beta, give us the beta, give us the game." Like people would, would probably camp me outside Miles's house, just like going, "If I throw you my laptop, will you put the numbers in it and I'll send it back and I'll go." And and I think that's you know like what he says on, on the interview was he didn't realize just how much this game meant to so many people. And you know we've we've spoken on previous podcasts that you know that some of us are using this game for helping our mental health through you know the the pandemic and and sort of various bits of um of escapism or you know trying new careers like ourselves you know our main industry is no more so you know mm. comedy circuit for me is gone like, you know like you, you obviously you're hosting stuff that there's no events to host yeah. at the minute so let's you know start looking at, at creating new new industries and, and we both obviously thought that this was an angle for us so this has allowed us to continue working and reach out to like-minded people and like and it's been great to see the community and where we're now part of that and like mm. to see just how much this game means to people is Fantastic, and like I can't imagine how good Miles and and the SI uh, crew feel right now after getting the game out. I mean, of course there'll be a bunch of people going, "Ah, oh, but this bug is still here," and like you've got someone like that shade of yellow is wrong for that kit. Like you know, come on, <laughs> like, you know, I think they've done a reasonable job. Yeah, that's really really rather sweet, and I, I completely agree with it. Though I will point out to everyone else uh, <laughs> as a disclaimer, and um, Tony's scientific opinions aren't <laughs> representative of football manager therapy <laughs> or myself. Uh, I don't care about the vaccine, but you can't say stuff like that. Uh, it's worse than mentioning the mafia. Uh, anyway, let's talk about the beta because you know. Um, we're coming to you in the future, but we're currently in the past. It's like Back to the Future and Back to the Future 2. Um, so we're going to talk <laughs> rec- retrospectively about the beta. Um, so I'm going to start off with the, 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 the beta talk. Uh, <laughs> beta talk. Uh, about uh, with, with a negative, but it's a personal negative. I will openly admit that I got bored of it this week and i will tell you why i'll tell you why it wasn't because i was like 
oh, I've done it now. That's fine. I, 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 I kind of got in early and I laid, I laid the foundations. Of, you know, I tried things out, tactics, teams, I had to poke through things, you know. I was doing a bit of writing about a few different other leagues and stuff. So I had a, you know, a little investigation, you know, and I, you know, I went through, through the game, you know, with a fairly fine comb and then people, you know, always shout out to amazing creators that, that we really like, you know, people like Zealand and Fox in the Box and, and obviously the Grandmaster as always, Daljit, Buster Net. I've done amazing content, like diving into the, into the game and what we could, you know, expect going forward and, how this works and how that works and stuff. And I just feel like this week, or like at least the mid of the, the middle part of this week, I kind of was just, I just want to go now. I want to get stuck in. I, I, I didn't, I couldn't commit to it because I was like, I'm ready now. I'm like, I'm, I'm super ready to get stuck into my, my first long-term save or, you know, my first couple of saves and, and really just go to work with it. So I must admit this week, I've kind of been a bit meh with it and I've sort of pushed through on one of my saves, but I'm a bit like, yeah, yeah. Because I just, I just didn't want to commit to something that was going to be over with uh, when this comes out. So, yeah. I feel that man like I've been in quite a sort of quite a similar position like um because obviously you know I've, I've been uh playing as Dortmund and, and creating content for, for for a Dortmund save and I thought you know that'd be great you know we'll get the beta oh, content sorry, I didn't, out I didn't and, say that you were one of my favorite content creators no 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 no, no. Like, I, I, that that's a given right you know <laughs> like, um but like and obviously I was sort of going well I need to get something out and there was part of me going well it's only two weeks like the beta is only two weeks but it needs to. I need to get in the habit of just getting stuff, trying new new editing styles, trying new new lighting, camera editing, like more thumbnails and stuff. Regularity, and so it's been a bit more stressy in that sense. Like, so do you know what's like, funny? It's that we've actually ended up doing more work because of the beta than actually playing the beta if that makes sense i've been been so busy making and 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 being involved with (laughs) football manager 21 that i've barely played it and then when i've had the chance i'm kind of like oh well i can't really dive in in the way that i want to now so it's been a bit of a weird like this is the thing man we've gone from you know players of the game to, to now we are part of the community you know we are creators ourselves you know with the podcast you know we, we obviously have to to create that so we've got to play something uh that's now you know quote unquote work you know um you obviously got to play it to have something to talk about like obviously with me with, with creation i've obviously got to play the game and then create content to put up online um obviously i want to do that with with a regularity because of the fact we've only got two weeks worth of of time before the, the gold release comes out. So I'm going, well, I'm going to have to keep going for another season or two with Dortmund. Cause you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at a point now where I'm like sort of quite enjoying it, but I'm like only because of the fact that mm. I bought players for next year. So I'm like, Oh, I quite want to see how they uh, map out. And I'm already now, as you say, going like, oh, it's like the, the real, the real, the real game comes out on Tuesday. So it's like, how much work do I want to put in now between like recording this podcast here and Tuesday and go, well, I need to get a load of Dortmund stuff done. Then I also need to get the new stuff done. And even before we hit record tonight, I was pinging you thumbnails going, all right, I've changed all my thumbnails for the next save. Like, what do you reckon? Like, this is, this is not playing football manager anymore now. This is now like a thing where it's like, right, how's how's your time relaxing? Oh, I don't do relaxing anymore. Like I play football manager and I and then I work till God knows when. Like I'm already sat thinking yeah. like like this like launch day is gonna be spent recording and we'll get into to saves chat later on, but I'm already mm. like looking going, all right, so I need to record this on Tuesday, then that's gonna be recorded Wednesday, that's gonna open Thursday. And like oh <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It, it's it's and it's funny because uh, I I don't want anyone to think that we're being negative about this because we are currently living our bloody dream yeah. and loving doing this stuff. But it's just I think we both had a bit of a realization how funny that actually is that <laughs> we're so knee deep in it that we don't have time to play the game anymore. But um, I think as well though, it's because like with with it being a beta, you don't want to commit to something long term because as as we'll discuss, there's 
there's going to be various um, bugs or, or sort of tweaks with the data or uh, just tweaks with, with the match engine itself or how the game plays. So you can't really get too far into it because come launch day, it's going to be different. Yeah, and, and it'll be interesting to see what is different because there's, uh, there's, there's obvious things that need to change. Like I know people have noticed that it's something that I've noticed and pointed out with the training screen you can't import training routines at the minute so that means you can't import your training Mm -hmm. routines from last year and it does get a little bit tedious of like every time you start a new save or you know set something up you don't have you know the option to the option to import training stuff and that did get a bit tedious because i had like two or three saves going and then i was like oh well i'll just import this over and i was like i can't and i think it was something to do with with it was steam maybe the steam version of that um it was yeah i think it's the workshop yeah wasn't, uh, yeah it wasn't mapping which, across which, isn't it? which is fine and we know that'll get taken care of there's there's things like i think there's there's different traits or traits missing um so there's going to be minor things that are more of a, a mild inconvenience than a major one so i don't think there's going to be much change to the core of it. I certainly don't think there is to the match engine. There's a bit of overloading on some tactics, I think, in the match well, engine. Well, yeah, like, I think- I, I've seen a lot, a lot of noise about flat free uh, front freeze. So mm-hmm. f- uh, sort of four free free or a free four free with three actual strikers in the striking position rather than, you know, uh, inverted winger or inverted forward. And I've seen that they've been a bit OP which kind of is to be expected because if you think about the match engine putting focus on playing through the middle or, uh, you know, focus play on one of the flanks, which is there to try and create overloads uh, or encourage overloads, I can understand there's going to be a bit of tweaking in that sense because if you are positioning a lot of, you know, having a central heavy system in a match engine that, that will identify that, then it is going to be favourable. Because I, I did find it with... I had, I had One of the tactics I was using with Leipzig had... Well, it had one AM and two strikers and then two AMs and one striker. And even then I found that those three, you know, because they were good players as well, they could literally just rip, especially four-man defences apart if there was no DM and stuff. So I think, yeah, I think three flat strikers might get adjusted slightly but then it's going to be how do they do that without losing the essence of the match engine so but i must admit it's not even just with three strikers and and granted i am playing with you know the the human cheat code that is erlen harland anyway um but you know that that attacking that advanced forward role it looks like it's been turned up a smidge um and you're right playing through the middle seems to be like you know we we mentioned prior to to beat it coming out that the way that I tend to play partly, you know, down to exploits in the game possibly or, or how I find football anyway, I like to play wing play. I've deliberately gone a bit more centralized with this Dortmund save and looking at the heat map, it's just a, a trail of bright blue throughout the middle. And you're like, good, doesn't quite look right at the minute. Like it just seems a little bit too heavy um and yeah so there will be certain tweaks i think like um that will still iron out i mean you know yeah three three strikers seems to be like really really overpowered um also highline and and, uh, offside trap don't touch that at all apparently do not touch that that is not working Um, (laughs) it's 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 that's a difficult one because from from a from a, from an S, an SI point of view, how do you put the right balance of danger and risk, you know, into the game without it becoming, you know, dangerous against a Route One team? So I noticed in my uh, Alkmaar save that a couple of teams would play Route One against me, which. Never used to be an issue. And then, to be honest with you, it is, you know, those those sort of reports are a guideline to this is kind of the way they will try. But obviously, the match engine now has a tendency of players having aerial duels or, you know, one-on-one duels and stuff like that. 
It's not going to shock anyone. My Alkmaar team aren't great in the air. So I really suffered against Route 1 teams. Or even if I cleared the first ball, I, I wouldn't win the second ball in midfield. So I would turn down, I would drop my line of, you know, def- defensive line. Or I'd drop down from maybe like balanced, uh, from positive to balanced maybe. And it did make me think more of, this is the threat to me. How do I overcome this threat? So I kind of like that I had to have more thought. And again, it's it's that thing of, you know, the last three, three four match engines, the way they're programmed is to, the, the way the highlights are, is uh, meant to be, if you keep seeing this team attack, you know, it's that they're attacking you. It is your job to find out what's the pattern of play and see, what keeps happening and how to how to adjust around it. So I, I do like that um, because it it's it's hard to do. You know, it's hard hard to to find the balance of it being super easy for experienced players and super hard for new players. If if that makes sense. So I've quite enjoyed that element of I have had to think more about it. You know, I mentioned last week or the week before losing five nil to. Atalanta in that and in that Roma beta that I used, and it was because I had a high line and offside trap. It took me, <laughs> which shows how rusty it was. Took me three goals to realise, oh, that might be the issue because you know I've got a defender that, that has only got thirteen pace, and I'm you know he's trying to defend it on his on the bloody halfway he's five line. Foot so four as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's that it's that thing of of there always has to be a balance, but it's getting that balance right that's the key and I think they've got a lot of the balance right so far you know I reckon it's it's like 85 to 90 percent spot on but there is always going to be that five to ten percent of of things that are going to feel slightly you know either uh, you can exploit it or be exploited from it I think I I, I don't know if it's the same for you but I saw a lot of people conceding from throw-ins yeah yeah like like huge throw-ins as well seems to be i don't know if it's just a yeah i don't know if it's big, like, a, like a graphical bug or, or whatever that, that might be ironed out um i've seen a lot of people saying that the beat is too easy um now i've got a theory i've got a theory on that i've got a theory on that like i think i think it probably is because if i'm winning then that's potentially like <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm getting concerned. Like if I'm winning, then yeah, like either I'm doing something and I've found a little loop in the game, or the game's a bit easy. And uh, like I've not been sacked yet, and I'm and I'm running away with the Bundesliga. So I'm like, okay, it's probably a little bit too can easy to go. Please, can you report a bug to SI? <laughs> I just put look, look, guys. I'm winning. Yeah. There must be a bug here. Yours sincerely, Tony Jameson. And they'll go, oh, shit. Tony, he's winning. What's going on here? This is, yeah. a, you know, this is an FM10. Exactly. He's better be rubbish. Exactly. Out. Like, um, so, so my theory with this is, right, this is Tony's batshit theory of the day. Um, oh, God. <laughs> my theory is that if you make the beta too hard, People get a bit, yes. bit knocked off and they're like, oh, I'm not going to bother with the full game. It's going to be too difficult. Whereas if you get, if you turn up, people are winning the beta. Great. Everyone's having a lovely time. And then when you get to, to gold release, you have tweaked everything out and it sort of goes, oh, well, it was, it was easier before. But yeah, now they've fixed a few flaws, um, within it. So, so I think that's sort of, um, yeah. my thinking behind it. Um, which, you know, I'm, I'm fine with. I don't mind. Like, I'll be honest, it's a weird feeling. Like putting, putting, getting to the end of the match and going, oh, it's another three points. Oh, look, I'm not going to get relegated here. Um, and, uh, and the one thing that I have found that I'm, again, will probably be fixed in, in gold release is I, the idea that I, I think when I read initially that the plan was that you, you shouldn't really be able to just rely on the same tactic constantly because, of course, in real football, you should adjust as you do. Um, I'm fairly consistent with my tactic at the minute and it still seems to be working. Um, so I'm not having to change too much. And I also find that changing formation and tactic during play, particularly formation, that's a big, like, flick a coin in the air. It either works or it doesn't. Like, there's no sort of smoothing with it. So here's the thing, though. 
I I don't necessarily think having one tactic and sticking with that one tactic is is bad. You could pretty much do that in 20 if you knew how to spot the issues and adjust accordingly. Most tactics. Because, mm. you know, let, let's use 442, for example. Because um, I've got to talk to you, you know. <laughs> um, so kick it, kick it long to the big lad. He nods it down. The little fella runs in and scores. Is that what he run about? Yeah. If you think about a four four two, the way I see a four four two in the game is that that's the defensive structure. That's how my team is defending. Mm-hmm. Two banks of four. You know, to cramp the space in between the lines, and that's it. Now, if you watch, mo- you know, mo- current modern football. Take Man City versus Liverpool the other week, right? They both defended in a 4-4-2. They transitioned to, you know, either a 4-3-3 or a 3-4-3 or even, you know, like a 4-2-3-1. So I don't necessarily have a problem with you sticking to, uh, you know, again, using the example of sticking with a 4-4-2 all season, but having variations of that 4-4-2 because it's the movement of the players in in attack that will change it. And, and, And with the adjustments to things like focus play down the middle or, you know, to the wings, it's become clearer of what they do. Whereas in the past, um, I was listening to, to Bustonette talk about it, you know, and the way, he, the way he explained it was, he was like, in the past, you know, it was focus play down the, down the flanks. It was more about your runs, where the players would run. Now it's it's more mm-hmm. about where the players are looking to pass, what, you know, area they're passing through. And that's why focus middle, you know, play through the middle seems more effective because it isn't just, you know, an AP from deep picking it up and just running down the middle rather than the flanks. And that's why maybe wing play in, in previous, you know, editions was more OP than than it probably should have been. So I don't have a necessarily have an issue with sticking to one, one formation if you think of it as a defensive structure, but making them adjustments in game uh, are going to be key. And, and I think that's one of the positives that I've noticed with my Alkmaar save. I I sort of generally set up with us playing fairly narrow on positive, my passing's standard with a higher tempo. Um and that's kind of I want to keep the team as close, you know, close together because we're not that good on the ball. But when I have the, the passing to standard or, you know, in the middle of the slider, I do notice my players take you know play more risky passes they take more risks they're more willing to try and Mm. you know find a longer ball or a diagonal or you know whereas that if i'm in a game you know against a team that i know i can play through i will maybe just drop that to shorter passing i might drop the tempo a little bit so we start controlling the game a little bit more i've got a target man on attack maybe i'll have him drop in on support with, you know, the wide man being in attack duty still, but then maybe I'll flip the other, you know, flank to a support duty so he isn't pushing on as much because I've got a a poacher in front of him. I like that I'm now being encouraged to do that more because of the match engine and me seeing my transitions and my transition failure easier, in my opinion, than, than, than FM20. So I, again, that's just my opinion that's just my experience on the game said at the beginning of the episode we've not exactly been playing it that much so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting but I, I do think I think if you have a good tactic as long as it doesn't as long as it uses football logic instead of video game exploits there's no reason why you can't play 38 games a season with it yeah that's a fair point actually, I suppose like uh, I guess you're right have something as a base and then in your transitions, either either attacking or, or defending, you know, just alter your shape accordingly and, and the amount of players that go forward or, or drop back. I mean, that, that does make sense, you know. It, it might be a shift as well, because if you think about managers like, you know, Junior, uh, Julian Nagelsmann's a really good example of this. He has principles. the way He, he has a way of his teams playing, you know. The, there's the Red Bull model as well on top of that. So he has set principles for his team, but he changes his formation all the bloody time. Like there was, you know, I was watching a game earlier on the season and, and Angelino was playing like a striker, even though he's technically a, a left wing back. So that is kind of a reflection of modern football. You know, them getting rid of the ye- um, the yellow, the green <laughs> shows how, how often my players are capable <laughs> of playing that position. Getting rid of the green green dots, and making you think about do these people have the skill set, the attributes to play these positions rather than are they natural in this position or whatever. Maybe it is a conscious shift away from 
the old into trying to be more representative of what football is now. I don't know. Yeah, and and you know, again, I'll I'll buy that as well. Like I know there's been um, a bit of heat from uh, from certain areas where you know people are, are sort of kicking off that you know the green circles have gone and been replaced with the stars. People are really, really angry at the idea that, you know, your physicality and your health has gone from a percentage to a heart. Like, I can't believe people got so angry about that. Um, so I, I didn't, I don't know how you feel about it. I didn't like it at I'm first, fine but with I kind of like it now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a more visual representation. Like, you're right. Like, I, I understand the thinking behind it. You're not going to know a percentage of someone's um, fitness uh, you know, just by looking at them. Of course, you know, I mean, you know, you could argue that players nowadays have heart monitors on them or, or there's some tracking device where you could yeah. theoretically make, a, 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 you know, an, an educated some uh, guesses to, to their physical peak and, and fitness. Like, but you know what? You're right. Let's step back a bit. We're not working with ProZone at the minute. Like, we don't need to know all that exact data. Like, let's just go... Is he knackered or not? Yes, he's knackered, right? What colour is knackered? Knackered is red, right? Show me a red, okay? That's fine. I'm all right with that. Like, I like the the inclusion of um, of, of body language. I think that's really nice. Uh, I actually saw uh, a positive in that, in a penalty shootout, someone looking <laughs> positive in a penalty shootout. And guess what? Guess what, loyal listeners? I have won a penalty shootout. This yes, is why I know the beater it. is bugged, right? <laughs> the beater's bugged because I've won a penalty shootout. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I think I think the thing with the condition is like I, I again, I under I understand why people might be frustrated or or might not be happy that things have changed because it's all you know, it's to to quote Mandalorian, you know, that was the way, you know, it was for ages. We all knew what it was and and, and um, what it represented, but it's it's that thing of with me. As long as there's a trade off, or as long as there's a reason, then I'm 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 cool with change. Does this put more mm. emphasis on you hiring good sports scientists because that's their job, or performance analysts? You know, or it's like this thing of. I think one of the biggest criticisms we had for so long is that some roles in the game just feel redundant. You know, you get sports scientists mm. because you think I need a sports scientist. And, you know, you get physios because you think that. Now, you know, in theory, and again, this is a theory that we're working with here. If you have bad sports scientists and they give you a little green heart and then bloody Calvin Stengs pulls up 10 minutes into the game with a, you know, pulled hamstring. Is that because, it, you know, it's a an event-based game or is that because if you're, you've got a really crap sports scientist? If that's the case, and I quite like that. Oh, that's a good. I like that. I like that a lot. Like that really is because because you, you're right. Like most most of the most of the criticism of, of anybody is always leveled at it's your tactic. It's you that is doing this wrong. Like you are not looking at the information that's presented in front of you and you know putting the best uh, team out or, or adjusting to to how the opposition are playing. If you're now putting and you're right, like those backroom staff do sometimes feel a little bit like, oh, we've got a sports scientist, oh, we've got like a, a head scout and a chief and like a recruitment uh, consultant. You're like, yeah, but but why? Like, you're right. Mm. If their role now has a potentially negative impact on the information that you've got, like if your data analyst isn't very good, as you say, you know, yeah. the whole, because realistically you look at your, your judging player's ability, if we take it at the most basic level, like a scout judging player ability, judging player potential. We know that if that's a nine, that you're going to get a wildly different yeah. report card from if your scout is has 16 or 17. Yeah. So you're right. It's probably fair to presume that it's now they've worked out the algorithm for if your data scientist and your data specialist has, you know, low, low stats, that you're right. His data could well be flawed, which mm. could, you're right, yeah. negatively impact your performance on the pitch. And that, oh, oh, that's fun. That's If that's the situation, I'm really happy with that. We will see. You know, the, the, we are still in, in, in beta. 
uh, as we currently record this, obviously now, you know, the full release is out. So, you know, if it's something that you notice in the game and, and getting it in the up and coming weeks and stuff, just let us know, drop us a message because, you know, I'm interested in, and, you know, there's people that work with, with SI that always put stuff out on Twitter and, and kind of address things anyway. Um, Seb's really good for it. Um, the, the guy who's a Leeds fan, yeah. he's always uh, doing stuff about training and whatever, and he's really approachable and, and, and accessible. So, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll, we shall see, but I think overall feeling, I've I've loved it and I'm I'm ready for the, for the main game especially I've really 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 liked and I'm not just saying this because we're doing a Patreon episode about it but I've really 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 liked the data um, analysis stuff from post game uh, you know the reports and like pre game and the monthly reports you know the little um, plot maps of if you're yeah. aggressive and clinical or pile that's great that's such good information clear concise information i love that it's great and, and it's presented beautifully as well like that's the thing it's not like it's just crowbarred in and there's like another screen that's got i mean like we, we've all joked on and, and seeing you know it's been memed god knows how long that that screen on the game of, of every single pass and it just becomes too littered like that you okay right fine you know you can allow one that, that doesn't quite work but all the other bits of information they're presented really nicely, really clear, really concise. So it's not, you're not having to sort of go, well, what does it mean? Like, I don't get it. Like you, you could, you know, the, I, I guess the idea is that it's, you, if you turn up the first time and you're presented with this information, you're not going to go, I'm not looking at that because I don't get it. Like just ignore it. It is simplistic. It's stylized. It's really, really smart. And you're right. Like, you know, there, there are some great stuff to, to enjoy with with 21 we've been texting about the analysis stuff like since day one like i remember you texting like going, four different analysis reports and i was like yeah <laughs> like, yeah there is <laughs> it's 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 just been great like i think i think as well um i was really cautious about the the use of xg i just didn't know how it was going to work and and kind of how people were going to you know kind of process it and absorb it and 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 I didn't know how intricate it was going to be, and it's, it's been really, really good. Obviously, we're going to save all that talk though, because we are going to do an episode about it for our Patreon. So uh, we'll, we'll save all that for there. But yeah, no, I, I, I'm 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 pretty much ready for the new save uh, that we are going to be undertaking. And talking of new saves, it is time for the gang to start a new save. We've done it, Tony. We actually came to decisions about what we're actually. What I've, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna frame this as our first saves in FM twenty one R. So. If you hear this and you go, that's a crap idea, what are you doing? Don't worry. This is just our first save ideas. This is the first thing that we've thought about, done research it, you know, on and gone, right, this is what I'm thinking about. So, so have you got your notes ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to tell us a tale about how your ancient alien documentaries have inspired you to manage area 51 from nevada in the nsa sl league or whatever it is yeah like i've got to wait for i've got to wait for that database to uh to, to go up on the steam workshop but do you um, know what's great now is um just to just to pull the curtain back on 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 this a little bit after the ottoman empire uh thing and Tony admitted that he watches alien documentaries. I will just text him now going, guess what I'm watching on Netflix in a minute? <laughs> I'm watching about the Roman Empire and Commodus, his reign of blood. And Tony's like, I can't wait to see how you work this into a, into a save. Well, uh, so we'll see about well, that. Well, this is even better, like, because we, we spoke, uh, I spoke to, to the wife about the Ottoman Empire, uh, saying, he, he goes, Matt wants to make a save on the Ottoman Empire. And she went, oh, okay, fair enough. I get, I get the Ottoman Empire. That's fine. Um, and then she goes, "Which one? Who was Genghis Khan?" And I was like, "Well, Genghis Khan was was was, was you know he's part of that." And she went, oh, "Oh, I thought he was in Star Wars." I was like, "You what?" And I was like, "Did you mean like the Gungans?" And she went, "No, no, no, no. I, I got mixed up with Jabba the Hutt." I was like, "You no, hang on, no, no, hang on. She's she's kind of right because Khan is is one of the bad guys. He's uh, it's Benedict Cumberbatch in the new movies." And and he is like yeah. one of the notorious bad guys. Admittedly, the jab of the hot thing. All right, fair enough. 
Um, but I, I just to let you know, We're way off. So I'm just to let you know. Currently on my Netflix to watch list, I've got Marco Polo, which I still haven't finished, even though it's been out like four years. So there you go. A uh, bit of Genghis Khan for you. Uh, I've got Troy Fall of a City, which is a BBC series. Um, and then I've got one about 15th century Renaissance Florence, which has three seasons. So you never know. My manage Fiorentina at some point, so uh, who knows? Who knows? I like that. I could work with that. Like, and if, if anyone else is listening who you know feels inspired on, you know, multiple part documentaries, then obviously do get in touch. Yeah. Um, I I watched um, I watched Abstract on Netflix a little oh, while ago. Oh, good. That yeah, yeah, I like brilliant, that. really Arty, good. Really, yeah. really art, eh? Yeah, yeah. Really good, eh? like pictures look col- and colours. Look how cultured we are, eh? History and art. Who would have thought it? Anyway, talking of history and art, let's talk about our saves. Um, do you want to... Right, who wants to go first on this? Do you want to go I'll first what, on this? Shall, shall I go first? Only because okay. they're out there. if I say it out loud, that means I, can, I have to do it. Because, okay, yeah, all right. Because yeah. even this morning, like... Uh, and again, pull back the curtain. I, we've already Matt, Matt's already tweeted out. I've been up since four thirty this morning like, with the little one who's busy cutting teeth. Um, so I sort of went. I've got a second idea for a save game, and oh no, that's just like what have I, what did I say in the last in the yeah. last series? Right, I'm not having three or four saves running at once, and already yeah. I'm now going. I could do two. And then, obviously, we've got a football manager therapy we want to do. So, yeah, I'm going to have to... This is going to have to become a full-time thing now to just, just really, do content just creation. In, behave yourself, <sighs> behave yourself. Right. Save number one. The one that I'm definitely going to do. The one that will have a video out either, we're going to say, tonight or tomorrow morning. And it's going to be the prime signature Tony Jameson football manager journeyman. That's it. Mm. I've committed. It's going to be for the entirety of Football Manager 21's lifespan as well. Um, again, we discussed this last night, yourself and I, in, in our in our uh, WhatsApp conversations. Um, I've given myself some rules, okay, because I think it's important to okay. do that on the journey, man. Yeah. So um, main rule is, of course, relating to transfers. Now, I can't just buy players off a transfer list unless I've scouted them. I can't buy players in general unless I've scouted them. Can't just be like, oh, he's got a good name or I've heard of him. You know, we've got to do it properly. You know, you've got to try and keep it as okay. realistic as you possibly can. Um, there will be a physical transfer list, obviously. There will be a list of players who've been released by clubs, obviously. But, you know, they have to be trialed or they have to be scouted beforehand. I can't just go and, and check on their attributes and go, oh, he's got a seven so we'll bring him in right we're gonna do that um i'm also going to not load up and i made this decision this morning i'm not loading up england scotland northern ireland wales ireland might not even load up spain france italy all right okay i'm going to take out the major leagues i'm just going around the backwaters of europe Okay. Into crazy town. So yeah. all of your nations, your um, Croatia, Belarus, Czech Republic, Slovakia, Belgium, Austria, Hungary, all those places, we're just going to load them all up and we're going to start unemployed. No badges, Sunday league um, sort of career. I'm going to go fully suited and booted so at least I'll look the part when I go to these job interviews. Nice, good. I've got a Rosetta Stone and access to EasyJet. So I love it. That's the plan. I love really, it. just go see what it is, and we'll we'll yeah, just go and manage in places I've never managed before, teams we've never even heard of before. I like that. And almost sort of like I think there's a you can maybe get a bit of a narrative going with it, which I quite like, and sort of yeah. do it more storytelling so um, I've enjoyed sort of like you know doing Dortmund and I always said Dortmund was just going to be a thing that would be managing the best players because I don't do that mm. you know uh, I go back and this is more me like managing like in the lower levels and stuff and, and working on a project so uh, so that's the plan uh, as I said the job interviews will be out tonight or tomorrow morning and I'm hoping that we've got a team to manage um, as of the end of the week so um, do obviously uh, we'll, we'll plug it properly at the end but that's that's where my, my head is yeah I think um, I think the, the reason why the Scandinavia stuff 
stuck so much and, and clicked was uh, was because we kind of got connected to teams that we wouldn't other otherwise be connected to. Uh, Boda Glimpse finally just won the the Premier League uh, tonight, literally just this in the last hour or so. You know, I think it's been 104 years that they've had to wait to to win it. So like, it's amazing, and I'm I'm now happy for them because they became my team. And like, I think that's quite a cool little. That's thing the thing. It. Like, you you've now got a vested interest. Yeah, and in that's it. what's great about a journeyman, isn't it? That you kind of you don't know where you're going to end up and how attached to a club you're going to be. So, uh, yeah, I like it. I do really like it, especially being you know taking out the the home the home countries to begin with and and trying to find your way around you know uh, you might even end up back in Scandinavia well and that's the thing and and you know as long as it goes because it's going to go for forever like there'll be points where we can look to even span out of Europe you know we can look to go to Asia maybe or or South America or um you know North America Africa just the 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 possibilities with it are are so much greater than starting oh I've been offered the Salford job like brilliant like yeah. you know, we've all we've all done that, and we can all take Salford to to the Premier League, and, and you know that's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted something a little bit different, and I figured that that that's maybe the way to do it. So uh, mm. yeah, so crazy, crazy clubs, um, crazy financial situations. It, it should be fun, is, is what I'm hoping for. So I, I expect to come every week armed with stories of being sacked in Azerbaijan, and you know. <laughs> trying to get a job in, in the Israeli second division or the Romanian Super League or something. So um so yeah, so that, that that's where I am. And um, what about yourself? What's what's your what's your plans? Right. So you know I might have got in a little bit deep on this. <laughs> oh, like so, so deep. Like like we're sending in like an ex if if it's this is this is the idea we're thinking about I sent the search party in after you because you'd been down there too long. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm trying to think where the trigger point was for me to to pick this, but I think it was I think it was like uh, twofold, threefold with it. So, uh, my first save, I am going to be managing in uh, some leagues that I have never managed in before, uh, which is important. And those three leagues are going to be Hungary, Czech Republic, and Austria. So I posted a picture of a river uh, up on my Twitter the other day saying that it was a hint. Uh, so that's the Danube River that, that goes past or through those countries. Actually, I think it goes all the way from like Austria, Germany into below Russia and it goes through amazing amounts of countries and stuff. And, you know, it's became this sort of mythical beast in its own right. Um, but the the Danube style of football is what they used to call Austro-Hungarian football in the, in the early 20th century. And, and we've spoke about the Hungarian team of the, the 1950s before and how influential they were on things like Total's fo- uh, Total Football and Renus Mikkels and Johan Cruyff and all of that. Um, but the team before them, which was the Austrian Wunder team the, of the 1930s, were as influential as well and and how they you know sort of revolutionized that style of football so i i kind of i've been reading um the, the names here long long ago by jonathan wilson which is about hungarian football um i obviously love inverting the pyramid so i was like i remember there was a a chapter in in inverting the pyramid about how fascism killed coffee house football and it's coffee house football is what they used to call um, football in, in places like Bud- Budapest, uh, Vienna, and Prague. Um, so, <laughs> whereas in Britain, the the hub of the community, football and community and football clubs was the pub, in, in those places, uh, in, in Eastern Europe and in, in, in Austria-Hungaria and, and Czech Republic specifically, they had these coffee houses where they would dissect and talk about football and it was treated more on a intellectual level rather than it being, you know, uh, just a, a, a game. Like, these coffee houses were the centre of, like, art and music and discovery, and you can imagine how cool that was in a place like Vienna and stuff. So I was like, I love this idea of this this being a style of football. Like, this, this, this like, okay, well, we want to play uh, a particular type of football in these three major cities. So the idea of the save is this. I'm going to start in Hungary, then I'll go to the Czech Republic and then 
uh, I will finish in Austria. And the reason I'm doing it that way round is because it's the rating of the league. So the Hungarian league's the lowest rated, Czechs in the middle, Aust- uh, the Austria Bundesliga is the top, which is which is great. So the over the initially this started when we first started talking about it. It was actually going to be Austria and Germany, and it was going to be to try and dismantle the Red Bull teams. And it, it, it kind of still is, but it's about managing old teams of history and then playing that uh, like Dan, uh, Danube style of football. So uh, I'm going to start at MTK, who are a Budapest team in Hungary, who were managed by a load of a load of like iconic managers and stuff. But one of them is um, a guy called Jimmy Hogan. Who was actually? I think he's. I think he was born in Burnley. I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was an English slash British footballer that that uh, much like in the early 20th century went abroad and played football, but then became influential and and, and was a you know brought coaches through and taught people how to play football and stuff like that. And he was really really influential in Hungarian and Austrian football. You know, he's he sort of brought people through like. Uh, Vili Mycel, I think it's pronounced, uh, whose brother was Hugo Mycel as well. And uh, he, sorry, Hugo Mycel was a manager. Uh, Vili Mycel was a journalist. Uh, and Hogan was really influential on on their um, sort of take on the on the game. So that sort of short passing um, football style that was kind of early on known for. for Scottish team so I was kind of like I love this idea so MTK a really historic club and I was like I'll start there so the idea with the save is that I'm going to go from Budapest to Prague to Vienna so uh, when I go to the Czech Republic I'll either be managing Sparta Prague or Slavia Prague and then when I go to Austria, it'll be one of the, 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 the uh, Venetian clubs. So I'm probably leaning towards Rapid Vienna, just because it's a cool name. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of the outline of it. So I'm going on this like Austro-Hungarian slash Czech journey. You're going interrailing. You're going interrailing is what you're doing. You, you, you're taking a gap here yeah. and you've, you've got a couple of books You've just broken up with your girlfriend and you're like, oh, I'm going to go to Europe and, and learn myself and that. And you're going to come back like after. But, but the core of it is like we want to play short passing possession based football and you play that old like Wunder team, you know, Hungarian style football and, and, and see if we can be successful with it. Because I, I started messing about with. Uh, it's it's so it morphs into a two three five, but it's kind of a WM. So I've been playing around with that on on the beta. So I'm, I might whip that out and see how successful it is. In theory, it works. <laughs> In theory, it works, but um, we 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 shall see. We shall see if it, it sticks. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm going. So yeah, like, you know what though, man? Like I I like that. I really like that. It's it's very you. Like there's a purpose to the save. There's a point to it. You're not just jumping in straight away and going, oh, you know, I'm gonna go here and that'll be fine. Like and when you're explaining it and and sort of you know giving your rationale and and your your sort of theory behind, like in my head, I'm I'm filling the blanks in. Like I'm seeing. You know, coffee houses where you know men are talking about the game, like oh, Philip, like almost philosophizing about it. You know, um, sort of sitting chatting away. I'm getting baggy shirts, like big shorts, yeah. like clodhopper boots. I'm getting the works, like, and I am sitting there going, "Oh, that's that's good. That that's a, that's a lovely idea. Like, I really, I really want to hear about this. Like, I get, I'm getting quite a warm feeling with it. I like, I like it, man." It's nice. I, I, I want to, because the idea behind it is like, I want to discover the leagues that I'm going to and the teams I'm playing with. But I thought like a really good way of doing that is paying homage to their history and, and the people that started it and the clubs that, you know, have so much history. Because um, I'm, re- I'm re- currently reading a, another book called Wings of Play, which is a, about the Red Bull model and, and, and them taking over... Um, uh, Salzburg and, and then going beyond it's, it, it's, it's a fascinating book it's a really really good book it's only recently come out um, and I do recommend everyone read it because I when I picked it up I was kind of like is it going to be a bit of a Red Bull propaganda book and then in the first chapter I was like oh no 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 
it's really really fair and they do lay into them and call them out for for their wrongs so but i was re- i was reading that and i was kind of like fascinated about how much history there is with 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 austrian football because again you know there's it's the kind of the forgotten bundesliga you know there's even a podcast isn't there called the other bundesliga which yeah, is a really is, great yeah. listen as well and like and i think there's so much history there and in an intrigue and i thought it'd be a really cool way of getting to know clubs you know history and past um you know especially in, in hungary as well this amazing footballing nation that completely revolutionized you know revolutionized modern football that just just f- ceased to exist as a as a as an entity you know and and like what state is hungarian football now in and you know they they qualified for the euros the other day you know there's a generation of exciting young hungarian players that maybe aren't necessarily playing in hungary but it's like i like the idea of of finding the now but through the past so yeah there you go no you're right that that is the the thing like i think you know a lot of our, our new listeners probably wouldn't associate Hungary with being so important in the modern game and like you're right to sort of pay homage back to that is is wonderful now I do have one request for you though is that oh God, you, go on. is that you conduct every single match you manage in grey sweatpants in order of Gabo Kirai so that's no, the, that's the only request not. I make. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like a, tw- a tweed suit and a pipe. I, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not with that. But uh, no, 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 absolutely no sweatpants here. None of that. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's what our first saves are going to be. Uh, I think the it's going to be interesting. So with um, with the the episodes going forward in December, I mentioned it on Twitter before we started recording today. We're going to be doing seven episodes uh, throughout December. Two of those will be on our patreon which is patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy it's three pound a month there's only one tier uh you get two extra podcasts uh, a month from us as well as the, the free ones that go out in all the lovely places that they do this month we are doing martin palermo is our football manager therapy retro uh episode which we cannot wait to do research for that uh, and we're currently deciding what our uh, our, our other December episode is going to be, and we're probably going to get put it up for a vote for for our patrons. But we we've been discussing that we think we're gonna we're gonna pick a nineties international tournament. So Euro World Cup ninety, sorry, uh, Euro ninety two, World Cup ninety four, uh, Euro ninety six, or World Cup ninety eight. They're the five choices, and we're gonna watch the BBC's review of that. Uh, together probably on a, on a google uh call and then we're going to talk about the tournament and our memories and stuff like that but we're going to give our patri- patreons the vote right of which tournament you want to cover we we do know that there is literally no point putting euro 92 in that list because if euro 92 is your favorite european championship or international tournament you're probably danish yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm about to say yeah, yeah you're definitely danish aren't you or or you're or you're so um maybe you're uh, I don't know yeah no you're, you're Danish you can I was trying to think of think of a way of going like was there anyone else no 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 it was just Denmark like you're John Jensen is what you are um, you you work for Hummel which is fine <laughs> yeah you're Danish or you hate football is basically because uh, me and you me and you have got two different picks haven't we I'm leaning towards Euro ninety six and you're leaning towards. <sighs> No, again, I'm on the fence. I don't know whether I want Italia 90 or USA 94. <laughs> Cause you want USA 94. Cause because you it was ridiculous. It yeah. was just stupid. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, well, we are going to pull that over to our Patreon. So if you have, if, if you do fancy uh, supporting our podcast and do want to listen to us talk about the career of Martin Palermo, it might be a long one. Uh, and then watch your BBC reviews with Barry Davis on um, and then talk about the, that international tournament. If that sounds cool to you, uh, you can join us on patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy to our, our lovely patrons already. Thank you so much. Uh, don't forget you have got the nothing but an XG fang episode coming on November 30th as well. Um, before we do our little closing, don't forget to check out the description of the podcast because we've got some amazing charities that we always support. Um, 
throughout this cycle of Football Manager and beyond. Those three charities are Black Minds Matter UK, Mind UK and War Child. So if you've got a second, uh, do go and check those amazing causes out. So Tony, uh, as we wrap this up, where can people find you on the internet to tell you about how excited they are? It's going to be up on YouTube under... Tony Jameson FM. Uh, so I'm going to go uh, probably once a week, actually, maybe twice a week on it. Uh, we're going to finish off the Dortmund save as well uh, and play at least another season on there just to see um, how that's playing out. But I'm looking forward to that. That should be good fun. Also, of course, there is Twitter, which is at Tony Jameson. Um, and that's a fairly easy way to find me. Uh, Matthew, what about yourself and your exploits and interrailing adventures to the coffee houses of of Hungary, Austria and the Czech Republic. Um I am on Twitter at M Richards Host. You can drop me a tweet uh if you are excited about me managing in Hungary, uh, the Czech Republic and Austria. I am I'm really, really, really tempted to do at least a lead in blog post about this. Um and and set the scene, set the tone, set the table in those uh, Venetian coffee houses to get everyone's appetite nice and wet, maybe. So, yeah, I'll put that out on Twitter um, via my blog so you can find me over there. Um, I love it. Right. Thank you very much, Tony, for joining me on this week's episode. To everyone else that's listening, thank you so much. And as always, take care of yourselves, stay healthy, and we'll see you next week on Football Manager Therapy. (laughs) 